Because the movie you're making me watch today <laughs> is Billy Wilder's 1950 grandiose epic movie, Sunset Boulevard. That's my word, grandiose. It's a good one. It is a good one. I thought about it for a while. 1950. Schwartz, you made us watch this movie. What's your word? I'm going to say obsessive. Uh, it's called a classic. It's a pretty broad term, but classic. it's classic. Right. I thought about I that word, and it is. It's total classic. Total classic Hollywood. And this like, is probably this is probably one of the top three or four movies I've ever seen from like that time, that era. Like the people saying that that's like the golden age of Hollywood, and mm-hmm. watching a movie that much later could be born that much later. It's it goes up there with Harold and Maude as like literally one of the best movies i've ever watched that i didn't really know about you know it's pretty amazing yeah but i at the end the 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 ending line i didn't know that that's the movie that that came from i'm ready for my close-up mr devil or whatever i don't think that's exactly how she said it but close yeah close and billy wilder the director man he's uh, after watching this uh i have to really dive into his filmography because he's considered one of like the best directors of all time he's, he's the first director shit. to ever win uh three oscars for the same movie which is screenplay director and picture for uh the apartment which is pretty cool the apartment was it, it was the apartment really i realize that never yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's good i know i've, I've seen it that good <laughs> I, I think i've seen that that or the lost weekend i get those two mixed up that's the one that's about alcoholism Okay, Are you saying that, that just because I chugged a glass of wine? <laughs> no, it's actually the first movie ever really to depict like an alcoholic that on the screen, actually, in a way was of, that like, personal. What was the Jack Lemon? I know Jack Lemon was in Some Like a Hot, which was a Jack Lemon's in Some Like a Hot and The Apartment. The Apartment, okay. Yeah. Maybe I've seen both. It's been a while since I've watched those, but uh, yeah. I kind of went on like a, a Billy Wilder kick, like, fuck, I don't know, like 20, Name not 20, years, like 10 years ago. other Billy Wilder movies. <laughs> Don't I can name the, the ones I've seen, which are just Sunset Boulevard and Some Like It Hot. Those are the ones I've seen. But ah. I want to see The Apartment. I want to see Double Identity. And I want to see uh, Stay Lag 17 real bad. I heard those are really oh. great films. Yeah, so, I'm curious I've about Double, Indem- seen, Double Indemnity. I've seen Indemnity. Double Indemnity. I've seen Double Indemnity in, um, in film school. We watched Double Indemnity. Okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. I watched this in film school, so that's kind of oh, yeah. put me on on the Billy Wilder kick. I think I watched this and Some Like It Hot, and then I that think was that, one of my mom's that, favorite movies. So I watched that. I, I like I love Some Like It Hot. That's a, that's a really it's good. Great, one. isn't Madonna It's a really good movie? idea for a movie. It's a really clever idea for a movie, and it's Jack it's Lemon. got great actors. Yeah, yeah Jack, Jack Lemmon and yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah, Marilyn yeah. Monroe. I I said Madonna. Yeah. Oh, I and like um, Seven Year Itch. That was another Billy Wilder. Yeah. That had Marilyn Monroe. That I think I saw that one. The dude Marilyn Monroe. Whatever happened to her? I know. The dude's got eighty-four <laughs> screenwriting credits, which is pretty fucking crazy. Did he write this screenplay? Yeah. He did. Yes. He wrote. He wrote. I think he co-wrote this. Movie. I think the dialogue in this movie is is amazing. Yeah. Well, the movie itself is awesome just because it's one of the first movies made about Hollywood that was made inside of Hollywood. Like Billy Wilder was like a golden boy before this. And then when he made it, it pissed a lot of people off because it really touched on things that they didn't want people to know about with the whole like 
writers not getting their due and like plagiarism and actors being part of the studio system. Like this is during the end of when the studio system with actors like went away. But I mean, the movie's awesome. The guy, a screenwriter fleeing, getting his car repossessed, drives into an old fucking mansion. And the woman's just this old movie star who becomes obsessed with him and they form a friendship. That's just a fucking great story. It like, kept me intrigued dope. the entire time from, yeah. from, from beginning yeah. to end. When he, and when he turned in there, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what like the history is on this mansion. I thought they were going to go back and explain where this mansion came from, but no. Yeah. somebody lived there still and then he was yeah. pulled in yeah i thought it was great well also it, i love the fact that he's dead telling the story that's pretty fucking awesome too yeah mm-hmm. i forgot about that right away until like the very end yeah i think this is one of the first movies they do a good job with that. Like that yeah they do a good job with making you f- almost forget the first scene yeah and then like how they came yeah. back and you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'm dead the whole time. And and her and the narration too. Like narration in movies can be too much sometimes. Like there's only a few movies, like mm-hmm. the Scorsese movies, like Goodfellas and Casino, where it really fucking works. And this is one of those movies to where, yeah, it really, really works well. Like it, it's it's definitely necessary for this movie. Yeah, you can't classic, say that a lot about a movies. A classic noir vibe to it for sure. Just that, oh, yeah. like that. Just that's what it really is. Just like someone in distress that like narration the whole time throughout yeah and, and yeah. the mute the music had the the noir vibe to it the, just everything it was just, it was it yeah. was a film noir it's almost like them fatale perfect exactly yeah it's almost the exact example or perfect example for like a, a film noir other than like it wasn't like a detective movie yeah but no detective that. that's the only thing it's missing yeah <laughs> yep but it's almost like he's the detective because he's like writing yeah. this script and finding out all about her as he's doing it mm. Yeah, that was pretty good, and it had this number seven, uh, number seven movie quote of all time, voted by the AFI. Oh, is that the, we're gonna need I'm a bigger boat? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's above that. It's got to. That's got to be above. Got, that's got to be above it. I mean, that's probably number one, or maybe I'll be back. That's another great uh, right. Billy Wilder quote. Never heard Billy yeah. Wilder. <laughs> yeah, Billy Wilder, also known as James Cameron. Are you looking it up, Jake? I'm not. No, I was just looking at my glancing at my notes. I was gonna say I liked the 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 fact like this is um I feel like probably an early example of like movies being meta. Oh yeah. Another word. I think this is this is the first example of that by such a big director like hollywood was pissed him. he he had cecil mill yeah, and buster keaton in this movie as like as extras or as side pieces and those are two of the, yeah, they played themselves yeah they but it's saying like they're the two of the biggest silent film stars of all time and he just got him to be in this fucking movie that's pretty great right and like just the fact like um the who the the, the main the woman i'm blanking on her character name Gloria Swanson is uh, Gloria is the Swanson. Yeah. Gloria Swanson's the actress. Yeah. Yeah. Like her, the fact that Norma she, Desmond. Norma Desmond. Thank you. Like yeah. she basically played herself in mm-hmm. a way. Like this was like years after she's done anything, and she was a silent film star. Like it was just at all, and and just the fact that Cecil B. DeMille was in it. They were on movie sets. It felt like I don't know. It almost felt like uh, the player at times, or yeah. like. La La Land, even like if we want to bring up more modern, it did. It well, reminded me of working on shows where we were on set. It that's what it reminded me of. In fact, on their Paramount set in the office that they were working, like that they that he would go late night and write with her in the the twenty two year old hottie. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know, 
like the building that that office was shot in at the Paramount Studios. Nice. That's just cool. It's it's just That's I, really it's, cool. They're you know they're just iconic uh, iconic sets when you see them in real life. That speaking speaking of being on set, that scene when she goes to set and the guy shines the light on her and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's her! Oh my god, it's her!" That was one yeah. of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, I that read that that was a real set. That was a Cecil B. DeMille's. Yeah. He was really shooting a movie. I don't know what movie it was. But that was like a real set that they were like, oh, well, we could just shoot this in here because it's real. That's cool. What was the That's dude's, dope. what was the See, grip's name that shined light? His name was like Rat. It's like or Roggy or something. She's like, Roggy, it's Mrs. Well, Mrs. Swanson, it's me. And she's like, hello. No, it was like Eggert or Eber. What the fuck was it? I got to find it now. <laughs> no, like his name was like, his name was like Rock Hole or something. He had like a nickname. <laughs> it was like Eggert or something. Egger suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Rock that was pretty awesome. She was nominated for some, uh, Best Actress, Gloria Swanson, for this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Did she not, win? I, no, no, none of the none of the actors won. But I read that all four of them, like the main character, the butler, and the two female leads, they were all all four of them were nominated. It was like one nice. of the first movies to oh. have all four categories get nominations. None of them won. I think it only won best uh screenplay and then like set design or something like that it won screenplay yeah for sure yeah and i think set design was probably the other one or something like that it was it was was the art maybe art direction well another one of my favorite elements of this movie is the fact that her fucking butler was the dude who found her and then directed her in all those movies and the fact that like once their careers ended he couldn't be away from her so he just became her fucking butler that's so dope like her first husband right the, yeah, like Matt, Max. And now, and now he's watching her fucking diddle this twenty-five-year-old dude. You know what I'm saying? And he's, he's writing 25? her love letters. I mean, let's say thirty-five. Wow, he looked like he was in his forties. <laughs> <laughs> it's black and white, man. You know, hard to say. Guy was seventeen years old. <laughs> hard to Matt, say in 1950. Max kind of a little <laughs> bitch know. for. Her. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like the the point of this movie was. Like, in my opinion, like, it's a movie about making a great movie. Like, it's a, it's a great director working at a high, a high caliber making a great movie. And that's what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's about making a great movie. And that's pretty fun. Like, that's, that's just a cool story. Like, that's what La La Land, I feel like, is too. It's like, it's him just making a musical based on all of the shit that he loved as a kid. And it's just about, like, making it. Like, I feel like Billy Wilder is probably one of Damien Chazelle's, like, idols. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure he fucking... Has a lot of respect for this dude. It mm. just seems like this is the type of movie he likes to make, like in this era. Oh yeah, this was like definitely like one of those love letter to Hollywood type movies. Is it the first one? It kind of like I got like uh, yeah. uh, Tarantino's what was his latest Once Upon a Time in Hollywood vibes. Oh yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought that's, that too. The yeah. Swimming pool. I don't know why. I was like, yeah. that's what the swimming pool just kind of reminded me of it. The big house and being on set the way that they were the way they treated each other for sure yeah i like i like a good movie about movies so they're always they're always fun to watch yeah especially from the fact like we all work in the industry and shit too it's like interesting to see that side of it whether or not how how realistic it is you do directed water world (laughs) redux water world congo and speed 2 water Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I directed well, that was all the best Anthony one, dude. Islami, all Anthony Islami. Uh, I almost married that deaf girl right there. Yeah, you directed the second best speed movie, dude. 
Thanks, <laughs> man. Something. Speed three yeah. sucked. Yeah. Is there a speed three? Speed three. The My joke. There was a speed three. Good. I like. I it. I also directed it, and it was terrible. <laughs> speed two was was better. So, Jake, speed I know three, you're back on the like bus. A, you love dramatic movies and the whole dramedy aspect of it. Like, I feel like this is probably one of the first dramedies ever, too, in a way. Like, Billy Wilder went on to direct a lot of great comedies, but this had a lot of comedic moments that I feel like really hit hit people. If you're an older person or even a person who's like got something that they've given up in life because they got too old for it, you know, I feel like this is one of those big ones. Oh yeah, that's that's why I like Billy Wilder. Like, I think he's yeah. he's was an early example of like the dark comedy. Because yeah. like with all the movies we talked about before, like some like it hot, the apartment, uh, they're all like just they're all funny, but they're all also about like, fucked up stuff. Was this his first, second, third movie? No, this was his this Pretty was his first movie after made. Double Indemnity. That Double Indemnity kind of made him a big director. He was already a huge screenwriter, but Double Indemnity made him a big director, and then he then he made uh, that this movie where he won his made. Oscar. I feel like they he used made the so same house in Double Indemnity. He 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 wrote eighty four movies and directed twenty six movies. Okay, but he won six Oscars, which is pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, this was like at least at least you know he was uh, ten movies maybe before this. He's I think first, he was just first like movie was uh, yeah first movie was nineteen thirty four was bad yeah this is like his sixth or seventh movie yeah. like he was definitely 67th like seventh movie he was definitely ten years into his career easily. This was one of the movies that really cemented him, though, as like yeah. uh, an auteur and one of the greats. And then he went on to make a couple, I think three or four more pretty great films. Now, there's a few movies in between because he had Double Indemnity. I, I don't know how to say that word. My indemnity. bad. Indemnity. Indemnity. <laughs> and an 44. Thing. The Lost Weekend was 45. This wasn't. That's where he won his first Oscar, too. It was Lost Weekend. Okay. Yeah. This wasn't until 1950. He had The Foreign Affair and The Emperor Waltz in between these movies. And then, uh, yeah, 70 Year Itch was 55. That was a good one. That's like that classic, you know, like Marilyn Monroe getting like her skirt blown up, mm-hmm. like on the, like that's wearing a white one. dress. That's, yeah, that's from 70 Year Itch. Yeah. And then Some Like It Hot. That's another. So that was the second movie hot, with Monroe. Yeah, that's another hot Marilyn Monroe movie. Marilyn Monroe looks hot in these movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some Like It Hot's a great movie. Oh, yeah. She's like the Sharon Stone of the 50s callback to our other episode. I'm surprised they haven't remade Some Like It Hot. Have they? They made the Birdcage. So. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a remake, though. Did, they, did yeah. they remake this? Bird, the Birdcage with, uh, with Robin Williams. and Robin Williams. Name? I didn't know it was, it was a remake. remake. 90%. Did, did they ever remake Sunset Boulevard? For no. some reason, like my, my, my parents were telling me they, they did. But I, I, I actually think it's a movie that they could remake and it could still be as good as this one for like a younger generation. I think if you took the script and like did it almost exactly the same way, it could still be just as good if it was made remade. It was like a remade. Has Billy Wilder movie? You know why too? I don't know. I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. The thing about his movies too, if you if you look at them, like uh, I, I watched a couple like videos on his like directing ways. Like he's not like a really outgoing kind of director. Like he doesn't go for sprawling, sweeping shots. He doesn't try to like move the camera so much that it like it's it's tries to be clever with it. He kind of he bases it all around the script, which is usually yeah, what is the strongest just a good part of his story. Movies. Yeah, which it is. That's I mean that's probably yeah, the sure. best thing about it. Other than I mean. Yep. 
the, the, the she was amazing. wasn't terrible. It was good. It was no, good, no, good. it's just not what when Simple. you think about Billy Wilder movies, the first thing you don't think of is camera work. It's it's the acting and the characters and the the writing and the the gravity of everything. And I love the black uh, and white looks looked so good in its heyday. Oh yeah, looked so good. He was amazing too as that character, man. Who uh, Des uh, Desmond? What's her name? Norma yeah, she was great. She yeah. was pretty great. She was excessive. Yeah. Never date she an actress. I, I, I think I, my I favorite thought, song I learned that, from this. I dude, thought that during, never that, during this movie, actress. I'm like, I knew that before. Actors are so fucking crazy. This one cemented it. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite scene has got to be the New Year's Eve scene when she has the party and it's just those two. That was fucking yeah. insane. Right. What's up Set with the up band? The band just never stopped playing? Nah, dude. She just probably paid him mad money to play, and then like, like on, dude. they couldn't. It's like it's like fucking Titanic in her house. They couldn't when when he came in and she he was all when she killed her or she tried to kill herself, and he was like, "Don't you can't like the band can't see you that you're upset." <laughs> they just had dude. to yeah keep keep the uh, keep the vibe going. That was one of the. I feel like that's just one of her like idiosyncrasies, like the things that just make her fucking insane. Is that she wanted the band to just always be playing? Like that's wild. She is. That was wild, dude. Uh, she just went nuts. I think it's great. But I'll go back and I'll say it again. Takis and she went crazy. I really do think that this is one of the best movies I've ever seen that I've never seen before. Like when I watched this for the first time during quarantine a couple months ago, I was just like, damn, like this is a fucking great movie. Like I'm, this is definitely one of my top, like top 50 movies of all time for sure. I wasn't nice. upset, but it kept yeah. my interest. I mean, I liked it way better than citizen Kane. I thought it trumpled citizen oh, yeah. Kane. Oh yeah. Same. Like I was thinking it was funny that we're basically the, these are the back to back podcasts and we did citizen Kane, then this movie, like old yeah. classics. And I was like, damn, I don't know if I was like ready to have Casablanca next. I know. Right. <laughs> Citizen Kane have is our seen, oldest movie. This is our this is our second oldest movie. No, I have not seen Casablanca. I haven't either. Yeah, so far, we've done. Every I don't think we should watch it next. Let's no, not no. watch it next. Let's no, no, let's wait either. a few times. Let's I'll not watch, watch it. Let's, it. Wait hey, a few let's, times. let's not watch it at all. Let's, let's <laughs> never fucking watch it. How about that? We don't. We don't. We don't need to. Maybe maybe streaming. later. You know what I want to watch? Lawrence of Arabia. That's really great. I bought it. I bought it in quarantine. I own it. It's. And I, I don't it? think is it like four yeah hours I don't long? think I don't think you would like it Anthony I think you would just be Probably fucking not. bored you it's my dad's favorite movie like, of all time but back then that Spielberg's favorite movie of all time too mm-hmm. and back then when the movie was made it was something no one ever saw before like Steven Spielberg was like yo I saw this movie and I realized that like movies could be epic and that's what made me get into movies and it is an epic movie but I feel like it's one of those things that like it's like Star Wars if you saw it back then it changed your life but now it's it's not. It's no. It's no. There will be blood. Let's put it that way. It's no. It's no. No country. The kind of movies that like make us go, holy shit! Like Pulp Fiction. There will be blood. No country. Shit like that. <laughs> We're just like, oh fuck! It's it's not going to do that to you. I Tag of the clones. Tag of the clones. Yeah. I think I tried to watch Lawrence of Arabia when I was in like high school. It's like, hard. I got through it. Classic movies. It's hard. I just yeah, remember I think it was that. The same deal, like I, my dad had it. This is one of his favorite movies, pieces. and it was on two VHSs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Titanic, or The Godfather. Just one of the Godfathers on. Is it that long? Two tapes, yeah. 
Jesus. No, no, I think it's the I think it's the one and two. So when they released the two movies back uh, when they came out, they did like a, a cut to where they made them into one movie. Basically, they edited it together, oh, and it was two tapes. Because like each each of them are over three hours. No, I say the first Godfather is probably like two hours and ten minutes, and the second one's probably like two hours and thirty minutes. I would add an hour to each of those estimates, honestly. Yeah. Uh-uh, no way. I, no way. I mean, I think Godfather One is right, three hours, bets. and I think Godfather Two. Oh, look. I no, think no, Godfather I'll look. Uh, Jake, three Jake, hours. What, what's your guess? All right, Godfather One running time one seventy five. Okay, that's my guess. One hundred seventy five minutes. Yes, one hundred seventy five minutes. Okay, Godfather Two. Godfather Two is definitely longer. I will say. Don't give me hints, Schwartz. Two hundred and one minute. Two hundred minutes, Jake. I mean uh, Schwartz. What's your guesses? I'm saying Godfather One is uh, 135 minutes, and Godfather uh-huh. Two is 150 minutes or 160 minutes. 160. Okay, copy you. Yeah. Looking it up. Shout out to Francis Ford Coppola and Mario Puzo. And the and, big cat. Yeah. And the big cat. <laughs> Godfather one runtime total runtime. <clears throat> Two hours fifty five minutes, one hundred and seventy five oh, okay. minutes for the first one. Ooh, Jake okay. nailed it, <laughs> nails it. I realized it was that long. You did it. We all realized that you were wrong as well, Schwartz. Godfather part. You. I said I said long, not wrong. Yeah, well, both are right. Well, yeah, it happens to be both. <laughs> it's true. I can't. You, argue you, you were wrong. The movie was long. And <laughs> there you go. Godfather part two. Two hundred and two minutes. I was off by one minute. And wow. two minutes, yeah. Jake. Off I guess I know my minute. fucking movie run. Time. You're a fucking idiot, I savant, dude. I wasn't even looking at anything, bro. Those You're a goddamn kidding. idiot savant. Yeah, I know useless. <laughs> I know a lot of the, stupid things. The Godfather trilogy, 1901 to 1980, VHS special edition. Part two was 220 minutes. They added 18 minutes of fucking bullshit. I'll tell you one thing. It's boring as is. You don't need 18 more minutes of boring. <laughs> They just did the re- a reboot of the third one too. Uh, they re- re-edited it. He had he like added ten minutes and like reconstructed it or something. I definitely got to give that a watch. I've heard it. Was, it's better. I've heard oh, dude, I like the third one. It's obviously not as good as the first or second hey, one, but it's not that Francis bad of a movie. Ford. Besides for, yeah. besides for Sofia Coppola, Sofia Coppola yeah. was fucking terrible. That's about it. Her yeah. wines. I remember being boring in some random meandering parts. It had some good shit though, especially in the end when Michael like regrets everything and like. Oh, spoilers. Uh, Godfather spoilers. By the way, Schwartz lost that bet. So you owe Jake $85 now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'll Venmo you. Thank you. Just got to unblock me. Nah, maybe. <laughs> How can you if, like, if I have to unblock you, you, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> Anthony, what's your favorite scene of Sunset Boulevard? 52 minutes into Sunset Boulevard. I'm pretty sure uh, the the female character i forget the younger girl's the lady's name woman whatever i'm pretty sure she was making lean am i wrong you guys remember remember. that 
She came back and she was like, it's like four parts vodka and three, and I add two Tylenols in there. And I I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And then he disappeared. Oh, I don't know. I thought that was like a joke. 52, I don't know what the joke was, but I'm pretty sure she was making lean. And I'm pretty sure in 1950, that's the first time anyone's ever thought of lean. So another milestone for (laughs) I've never uh, heard of lean, to be honest with you. You don't know what lean is? Lean's purple drink. You know purple, purple drink? I understand what purple drink is referring to. Yes, I, that's I lean. never. I, okay, I've never heard of it called lean. Okay, that's get with yeah. your fucking drug. Fucking lean words, apparently not is a, like codeine heavy cough medicine. Okay, mixed with uh, uh, grape Kool Aid, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure some other alcohol. Yeah, I just know it's like pills and alcohol. That's all. I yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking weed guy. I've never done a lean. I'm just saying. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh, the 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 little the hottie in the movie was. Made but you're uh, yeah. Lean up, uh, and so at the end, I didn't even think about he, it. So why why did he turn her away at the end? You know what I'm talking about? Was it because I don't know? It was kind of she... his 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 homie's girl, wasn't it? That's okay, kind of like, was that why? That's what I took I think from that was, I think that was He kind wasn't of into her. He wasn't into her, man. He knew what he, he wanted. He wasn't her. into her at all. <clears throat> yeah. No. Oh, okay. Because I think and she I think was, that was like in love with him. Like suddenly she she fell in love yeah. with him, but I think he wasn't. I, don't I think, think that was to like just show how like much. two people who do the same thing can be one of them could be like obsessed with the other one, but not into him. Kind of like it was like with him and her, really. He really wasn't into her, the old lady either, but he just played because he got something out of it i feel like he got something out of both relationships he just played them both in their own way you know i think he, yeah. dug, he dug max maybe maybe he was in a max dude maybe yeah oh, we never considered maybe, that maybe him maybe and the ball fuck were out there diddling each other under the stairs yeah maybe that was it not that there's anything wrong with that but i mean not at all they didn't shoot that part. i didn't max even think about that that's dude. how dumb i am and that's another, like, maybe another little dig at Hollywood. Maybe that was, like, another low-key dig at Hollywood. Her name Hollywood. was Betty. That was a cold fucking move when he kicked her out. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I, I was thinking he was trying to save her from the crazy lady. I was, like, that's what I, because right after that, he was packing up and was leaving. Yeah, um, I think he was just yeah. kind of losing his shit, too, so I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not totally sure of his full. Either way. Either way. Anyway, it's fine. That was a cold yeah. move when he, uh. <laughs> When he was like, uh, I'm just a fucking gigolo, so go fuck yourself, right. Betty. Right. Finish your fucking script on your way to Peru or wherever she went. Because mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because yeah. when she, she wanted to go visit him. Visit when she fucking shoots him, I was like, this yeah. is amazing. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah, with her revolver. Not a revolver, by the way. I don't need a fucking <laughs> nitpick. Yeah. Semantics. Semantics? Just weaponry. Semantics. Just man shit. What? Mantics. <laughs> uh, I really thought the any scene that had anything to do with her being a star, whether it be people seeing her or her recognizing someone else, whether it be like the guy at the, the gate who was like, she's like, yeah, I paid for all this. And without me, none of this would be here. And everybody's like, yeah, you're right. Mrs. Whatever the fuck her name was. And, it was just cool. I, I, you don't okay, I don't crazy like lady. I don't <laughs> exactly. think there's movie stars right now that have that kind of persona really anymore because it's not it's not really like a it's not like that. Everyone's freelance. You know what I mean? There's definitely right. people who have a have a big celebrity that everybody knows, but 
I don't think like obsession like 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 she has. There was like, a time where stars were not where the actors were not stars. They were not celebrities. It was all about. Well, the, they were owned by the they were owned by the exact, fucking studios. They had exactly, to do everything they said. They were yeah. owned by the studios, and the studios yeah. were the were the what was popular. Like the studio came out with this thing, not necessarily because of whatever. And then yeah, something yeah, changed, yeah. wasn't it? Like theta bara came from like uh because of somebody they made her super famous and then she was like i'm a star you want to put me in the movies and then well like, you know oh. what you know what really changed the george clooney was, well what what changed industry was when like coppola and spielberg and scorsese and De palma and all those people came in in the 70s because that was after the studio system ended and no one ever took people from film schools. I was the first generation from film schools that ever got in. And that's how they got in because film schools were then had recognition of, Oh, well you can go to school for this now. So studios, when they weren't still in they're like, well, let's hire these fucking kids. And that's why they all did so well is because they were all talented people yeah. who were coming in at a time to where that had never been done before. Like that shit was like revolutionary but before that, like in the Cecil B. DeMille times, there was a, Which, yeah. the, it, there was a change from, there was a change from when, when stars be, or when actors became stars, like bust. So the Keaton. contracts weren't a thing anymore. I don't know about the contracts weren't a thing, but it was like, they, they took over the, the limelight. And, and then, and I think it was Buster Keaton that came over and made United artists with with all the with all the actors and they made their own uh uh dis- distribution company called united artists and that's what it was was all the actors coming yeah. together over the yeah. over the studios yep there which is another that. great idea for a movie that no one's ever done someone should make a movie about that Buster <laughs> Keaton. i think uh they did it's called jackass <laughs> Another, her performance was really great and another performance that reminded me of it. So I was trying to think of another performance in a movie that came close to, and Edward Norton's performance in Birdman is pretty great and pretty close to it, in my opinion. Like, that's the only other performance that I can see in comparing it with about someone who's like... The the crazy lady? Yeah, because they're both some people who are really good at what they do and they have some sort of celebrity and they're also really into themselves but also kind of i guess maybe a lot of ways they are like a lot of ways they're not because the one way he's not alike with her is that he really doesn't care what people think of him and she does i think that's the only thing that is different otherwise they just enjoy being who they are a lot and they take it in like that i think that's another performance i really love though i think everyone yeah. should have won Oscar i see what you're saying movie. but she was she's more blinded she's more delusional than than edward norton in but in a different way like She's like crazy, whereas he is so fucking smug and so fucking sure and pretentious. But it's the same thing, just a different type of. And, yeah, and also recognize good, like recognize still. Yeah, I loved, I exactly. loved how Cecil B. DeMille uh, handled her when she came, and the fact that it was like they were calling for her car, not because of her. Mm-hmm. And I loved how he, I loved how that that whole thing. It was just very, it was a very actually very sad. <laughs> that situation but yeah it was uh that's exactly how it would probably be handled is is total yeah. like behind the back not tell the truth just kind of all right cool yeah we'll see you later and not have to deal with it right now uh that's yeah. how fucking these scumbags deal with shit these days for sure i agree and the thing is about stars is like think about all the people that were like the biggest stars in like the 90s and early 2000s like a lot of them 
aren't like A-listers anymore and vice versa. There's people who were A-listers and became B-listers and became A-listers again and now aren't like Mickey Rourke or even like fucking, uh, I don't know, like Cuba Gooding Jr. or even like Josh Hartnett, like people like that who make like great films and they kind of fall off and don't really do stuff and then they can have a comeback, you know? And I feel like this is the, this, I don't feel like I know that because I read about it. this is the first movie that really talked about something like that and attacked Hollywood, which I guess Mank is totally kind of about the same type of thing too, just attacking Hollywood for being so fucked up. Yeah. Very similar vibes. Cool. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm still here with Joaquin Phoenix. Well, yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just something off of its own. Like, oh yeah, that's something. I mean, yes, that amazing. is making fun of yeah. Hollywood, but that's making yeah. fun of celebrity and yeah, yeah. It really was. That was crazy. You, I heard him, you know, him saying that like recently. Yeah. I remember him saying like it was it was almost a way for them to make fun of like reality TV in a way of like yeah. how people yeah. are living this portrayal of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not really that's not really who they are. So it's just yeah. like I, I just did that for two years and recorded it and yeah. made a movie about it. Yeah. But you really what's did. crazy about that is yeah, after he, he made that movie, really? after he made that documentary, he's made some of the best movies since then too. Like he's had like five or six amazing film roles. Like yeah. it's pretty crazy. Oh, he's he's incredible. Name seven. Yeah. I probably could. Uh, <laughs> I, I can name at least four or five because I think it's like four or five. Her. Her, the master. Um, you won't get that far on foot. Um Should Joker. Joker, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Inherent Vice. Those were all pretty great roles. There's another, um, what's it called? Like, It almost sounds like I'm still here, but it's like I was yeah, never Yeah, you were really never there. really here. Yeah, I was you never, never really, really there. there or something like that. But yeah. that, I don't compare that to those, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, he's still good. Enough. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. The the true, like, especially like, don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Like, he fucking. The Master he, is definitely he number one. He, yeah, he's great in that. He should have won yeah. an Oscar for and Joker. all of those he, movies. He was amazing in Joker. Yeah, he, was he awesome finally won an Oscar for Joker. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, did he fuck his aunt in The Master? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he told the story about that. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, they they I'm they sure I could remember other acting. things from that, that movie. Takes but... some acting, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That that whole scene where where they're just doing that fucking that interview and they're drinking the acid like the the battery acid and smoking oh, yeah. cigarettes the way it's lit you're like gas that's just, and that, shit. that's so good I'm oh. so sad that he that Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead dude he's one of the yeah. best actors of all time yeah Philip I remember what I, what I yeah I remember being super bummed when when that guy passed Patch Adams fucking heroin dude oh my god he was he's so he was so is that good. how he died heroin yeah he overdosed yeah Fuck. what an asshole. Yeah, I know it sucks. I know, I know. Heroin's like probably and... so good though. Yeah, probably. it's there probably train spotting. You ever seen yeah. train spotting? Yeah, they just they make yeah. heroin sound so good until yeah. until they show. Except the when you watch the movie, when you <laughs> right, watch exactly. the movie, you're just like, nah, I don't like, know. Well, when when they describe it, it sounds amazing. Yeah, like when. But you when buy, well, it's yeah. like fucking Molly, you can yeah. Molly, yeah. and we you're should, just like, are you saying we should all try heroin or? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just kidding. Talk, totally. talk about it off air. Talk about it off I'll air. I'll try like anything this. once. I'll bring the needle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest part to me is shooting up. Like, if I could drink it, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> you could probably drink her own, dude. 
Hey, fun oh, fact, bring it I over. put a little Heron in your Topo Chico there, so have a good night. Oh, nice. I mean, there's like liquid morphine. It's essentially the same shit, right? I would 100% drink liquid morphine right now. I would 100% now. Right. inject that into my pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hardcore. That's, that's, how, that's what I do. That's, that's how you fa- get AIDS. Fastest way into the bloodstream. Can't get AIDS twice. Through the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I try to inject it into the AIDS. You get higher that way. Yep. When my favorite scene of the movie that we were talking about <laughs> which was sunset boulevard not oh, eternal sunset of the spotless mind know, uh, is the end i thought the end was epic not epic but it was it was just yeah. it was it was just just seeing yeah. from, from from her getting shot from her shooting him to her really just her coming down the stairs and that mm-hmm. whole that yeah. whole thing and and her husband just just playing the role and and what well, and just really kind of i know they were kind of coaxing her down but they were giving her one last one last yeah. little thing one last little hurrah just she's just indulging her fantasies one more time before they lock her up because she's a psycho yeah mr deville i'm ready for my close-up demille not deville what about you, Jake? What's your favorite scene? Hmm. I'm always bad at picking a favorite scene. Well, get better. I get did. Uh, I, I I liked um his initial like meeting her and like getting there and figuring out like where he was and up to, even up to like reading her screenplay when he just like kind of figured out like oh, I can play this. I can I can use this to my advantage. Like that whole thing. Like once he like even like up to him moving into the apartment above the garage and all that shit. Like, I just liked how that all played out. He is much more of a scoundrel than I think. I oh yeah. Realized. Yeah. It's similar. Oh, to, yeah. Like it's, it's one of those movies where no one's really likable. Like I don't really, I never yeah. really liked the guy. He was just kind of like played, like I said, he just kind of played the, the hand he was dealt and just made the best of it. Yeah. He's a he was, hustler in Hollywood. You, you yeah. gotta do what you gotta yeah. do with this city. Yeah. It's Hollywood boy. Hollywood dude I actually like her as crazy as she fucking is she's she's a likable character to me because I I like people who are unlikable in movies that's what make movies interesting like that's why villains are so fucking interesting because there's like there's always that like yeah they're morally incomprehensibly wrong but at the same time some of the things they talk about like I guess I agree with (laughs) Max might be likable I liked Max 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 seemed like a good dude he seemed a little. He seemed a little off his rocker, like everybody else, or especially like. I like, like the chick, but I like Betty's fiance. Betty was all right. Except Betty was a little scandalous. You know what I'm saying? Like you she know, was a little some, scandalous, some, but I like her. She was getting. She her, was but... in there. She was a writer, dude. She yeah, had to get no, the info. She had to live it. She Hollywood, had to get yeah. it. It's all very Hollywood. This movie. Super Hollywood. I don't know. Wasn't uh... what was Citizen Kane about again? No, it was about paper. The oil. Guy. It was about it was writing paper and a sled. Stupid fucking movie. Yeah, right. It's about a guy, some asshole, some asshole on his fucking sled. toboggan. Yeah. Rosebud. Yeah. I remember that's the a OPC euphemism that for butthole today. Yeah. Again, spoiler. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Rosebud was a sled. <laughs> we just saved you two hours. We just saved you two boring hours. Here's my here you want to watch that movie? Get a time machine. Go back to 1930, watch that movie or whenever the fuck it was made. 41 or whatever. 
oldest here's movie a, we watched. This here's was a better the second idea. oldest movie we watched. Watch uh, watch Rock. this movie instead of Citizen Kane because this movie is actually oh, yeah. pretty fucking good. Yeah, if yeah. Uh, if this was Doug Benson's watch this not that segment, yeah. watch Sunset Boulevard, not Citizen K. Yes. All right. Well, where do you guys rank it then? You got everything. You say everything you want to say about it, or what? I said what I said. I said. <laughs> okay. Is it what you wanted to say? I don't remember. I think uh, so. I could look at notes real quick. Yeah, look at uh, notes. Yeah, what do you, you got? got? Some brewing over there. Something underneath that mustache. <laughs> what's wrong with the stash dude there's Which, nothing wrong with it it's just okay. hilarious it's pretty great right i forget that it is hilarious because it is you hilarious. look like Don't you look like a bald you look like a bald surge tankian you look like a bald surge tankian uh yeah i don't have any more i think it was a good movie yeah, definitely one of the I, best 52 movies. Two minutes into this movie, that bitch was making lean. That's all. That's like my main quote. <laughs> that's funny. Because when she said that, I thought it was just like a joke. She's like, So I, re- I found the recipe, blah, 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 cough syrup, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. All right. I thought she was just making like a dumb party joke, but then I'm like, Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. No, that's <laughs> they did what that. Little yeah. John drinks out of gas cans. Yeah, scissor, right? Scissor. Yeah. I've heard scissor as well. Scissor, purple drink, lean. I think they call it lean because it makes you lean. Probably. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm looking at my list. I'm picking a number. I'm looking yeah, at it. I'm also looking. I think I'm I not, got it. I'm not going to look. I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to point. At where, well, Are you going to guess my number or your number? Just kidding. <clears throat> right. Citizen Kane. Boy, I have Citizen Kane pretty <clears throat> high on here. Yeah, I I don't. Citizen Kane for me is thirty one out of forty one movies, yeah. so that's not great. This movie though, out of I, I think it'll be it'll be forty two movies out of forty two movies. This will be my number twelve. Wow, that's high. Now, do you say don't we all kind of have a a threshold of? basically movies we don't give a shit about and and then where our list actually counts. yeah is that like 20 ish for you i uh it's around 20 for me i guess it's it's all it's i don't know yeah like 20 25 about 20 yeah something like that okay. half usually like a little more than halfway i feel like I it's mean, about 20 for me i still like like i've i've said before like i've i like most of the movies we've seen there's only like a few actually genuinely bad movies that we've watched. Okay, go, let's let's talk about those in a minute. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I'm well, going to put is, mine. Yeah. I'm going to put mine at number number 9. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, number 9. And where City of God is and City of God will become number 10. Number 9. I don't know how to unlock you from it, Schwartz. Me neither. <laughs> so just type it for me. Be a mensch. Oh yeah, by the way, Be I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to flip-flop my creep in my Jeff oh, Who Lives at God. Home. Doesn't surprise me. Big flip-flopper. <laughs> creep is going to be seven. Jeff Who Lives at Home is going to be eight. I know you Two guys fucking... don't like either of those movies. I love them both. But for some reason, it didn't sit with me, Creep being above it. But now, I'm, now I feel better. Creep's one of the worst movies. It doesn't ever. sit with me that that movie's in your top ten either. Yeah. You're kind well, of a weirdo. Yeah. You're I agree. not a mensch. All right. 
Mine's going uh, number 15. All right. Right above Monk. Right below Frighteners. I think I would rather watch Frighteners than this movie. But I like this movie a lot. It's in my top 20, and I consider top to my top 20. Maybe, actually, you know what? I'm going top 15. My top 15 are my favorite movies. Below my 15 or whatever the, the order matters but uh i i on i i may never watch those movies again yeah i'd say 20 is where it probably starts for me except for cool hand luke <laughs> can you know. write in can you write in sunset boulevard there just so it's there oh my god thanks and thank I'm you i'm just doing it on my ipad so i gotta do it i gotta just do that there you go thanks we can also do mine later. You want me to do yours? What? What are? What's Whatever. yours, Jake? Uh, Fuck. Eh, Jake. you don't have to. I could do mine. Um, Jake, where is but it? Number twelve. I was gonna make Sunset Boulevard number twelve instead of Inside Man. You're you're pushing down Denzel, dude. In twenty twenty one, after oh, Black yeah. Lives Matter, you're just gonna throw bumping him down. down, bumping him down, bumping him down a little bit. All right. Good movie, but this movie I found to be higher Better. quality. Yeah, whatever. Both great movies. I think there were elements of Inside Man I just didn't like. I remember having that thought. I like don't the, like the British guy. I didn't like uh, Jodie Foster's parts of what? Inside Man. Yeah, I thought those that storyline with her was pointless for most of the story, most of the movie. Bro, you're racist and sexist in like a minute. No, I liked the. I like the Denzel stuff. Clive Clive Owen was my favorite part. <laughs> I have the straight friends. white man was my favorite part. Okay, sorry, I'll say it here. Son of a bitch. I heard it here I first. I knew I saw you at the Capitol building. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You were that guy with the beard. <laughs> you were that bearded idiot in the hoodie. <laughs> uh, any last words on the Sunset Boulevard, nineteen fifty Billy Wilder epic? Great movie. Go watch other Billy Wilder movies like I'm going to do. Yeah, Billy Wilder's dope. I might check dubs. out. Re watch some Billy Wilder. Or watch Double Indemnity. Indemnity. That's the one Income I don't think I've seen from him. Income so Plumptemptity. I think I like Double Indemnity is, is, a, is a clause in insurance that if you were to die on the work uh, play, at the work at your workplace – you get paid double your insurance. Okay. I believe Sweet. that is what that movie is referenced in reference to. All right. I haven't watched it since film school, so maybe I'll watch it again. Go. Cool. Film school. Like I went to film school. You know what I mean? Like uh went to a movie class. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a great. school. We watched movies. We talked about them. Always good. Schwartz, you should teach one of those classes. No, a movie watching class. Oh, a movie watching class. That would yeah. that would that'd be sweet. Hey, watch this fucking movie, dude. Hey, watch it. Let's talk about it. Hey, you know what they say? When all else fails, teach. Everybody, get maybe I will. Cheek. I will. I will eventually. When my body goes out, I'll just be a, a community college teacher for like the film class. That's what Shane said he wants to do too. Is just become a that'd teacher. Be fun. Yeah, I remember going like community college. I had one of those teaching. teachers. Yeah. 
Well, shout out to the big cat. Hope he's listening. He's probably yep. not, but I hope he is. Thanks, he Danny Lira. Just started following the Instagram page, uh, oh. making me watch movies. M M W M underscore podcast. One day we'll get him to watch or listen. Yeah, I just want to hear meow come out of his mouth. Does he even do that? No, but he should. No, he should. Why do we? Do- because it's the big cat. Because yeah, that was his, that was his nickname. I don't know his old nickname or yeah, I don't know if he's still. It, it's not it's his old Instagram. Uh, yeah, the big handle. cat. Yeah, it's now not it's not even his Drew. Instagram handle anymore. Or AC we should just say Drew Bodacious Drew. Some shit. I don't even know what it is. I don't Whatever. even know. What well, anyway, watch watch Sunset Boulevard. It's great. Watch the movie or don't watch the movie or don't. No, definitely watch it. Yeah, definitely watch it or don't. Definitely watch it. Either way is fine. That's what you're supposed Watch to say, it. Jake. Oh, no, I, I say I don't care. Yeah, or, I uh, say. Or, or whatever. Either way, either way is fine, but definitely watch it. Whatever. Oh, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching. No, listening to another episode of Making Me Watch Movies. Next week's movie is a little more modern than our past two. Our past two movies have been 50-plus years old since the game was in 1941. Prisoners is our next movie next week, Wednesday. That's available on Hulu, 2013, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Watch that again on Hulu. Listen to us wherever you get podcasts. Make me watch movies on Instagram. That's it. Take it easy.